This episode is brought to you by Leo Bato and Associates, ang realtor na pato. When buying or selling your home, call Leo Bato. He has years of experience in real estate, showing honesty and integrity in every transaction. He's a person you can definitely trust. So book your appointment with Leo Bato today by giving him a call at 818-648-4837 or by visiting him on the web at www.leobato.realtor. This episode is brought to you by ABBA eServices. And the podcast will begin in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Ladies and gentlemen, live at Paco's Place, Kevin Undefined. <laughs> what up, Kevin? What's up, what's up, what's up? How long have you been here? Uh... Three days, four days. Something. How'd you find LA? You're from the East Coast, right? Yes, correct. Okay, hanggang doon lang po mga kaibigan ng aking English. So, <laughs> <laughs> anong pinagagagawa mo rito sa LA? Uh, kasama po ako three, sa... Three inches away yung mic mo para marinig maganda mong boss. Hindi, lapit mo yung mic mo lapit ka ba? Oh, lapit mo pa. Yan. Yeah. Okay. Alright. Um, so, we're here on the for the December Avenue Zach Tabudlo tour. Okay. Um, actually... Tatlo kaming uh, front acts galing sa East Coast. Why do you say front act? Um, I guess ever since I started with the music scene, that's how we were labeled. Let's, I, paano ko palitan natin ng up and coming? Tatlo po kaming up and coming. Yes, that sounds better. Yes. Three up and coming uh, stars. Why not, right? Yes, correct. Diba, why will... But I, I'm, kasi para sa akin at saka ang maganda yan yes, si Zach at saka ang December Avenue mm. very generous sila sa mga up and coming artists yes very anong as an up and coming artist anong pakiramdam nakasama mo itong isang Zach at isang December Avenue was it more uh, matataray sila suplado sila or was it different um well, with December Avenue, uh, actually, may history na kami before. Um, namit ko sila sa Pinas when I went to watch one of their gigs. And then, uh, nung 2019 US tour nila. You, you watched oh. their gig? Sa Pinas. So, paano kayo nagka-history nun? Ikaw lang nanonood ng gig nila. Did something happen? Tinawag ka ba nila? Nagkakwentuhan ba kayo? What happened? Ah, uh, hindi. So, di ba, uh, pumunta kami sa venue. Yeah. So, di alam ng pinsan ko na kailangan magpa-reserve ng ticket. So, yung nangyari, nakahintay lang ako sa stairs. Like, uh, tatlo kami. Ako, pinsan ko at asawa niya. Doon lang kami sa agdanan. We're waiting for yung sino naka-reserve na hindi dumating. We're gonna take their, their so, ticket. So, kumbaga wait list. Yes, okay. wait list kami. And then, nung, uh, actually, I think it worked out for the better. Like, kumbaga parang blessing in disguise. You know? Um, so, we were waiting. Tapos, um, nung sinabi nila, okay, yung mga naka-wait list, we were the first one uh, dun sa waiting list. So, when we went inside, sabi nila, oh, uh, uh, wala na po kaming upuan sa loob ng, because it's like a clubish kind of setup. Ano yung, ano yung venue? Uh, Havana Club. Okay. Sa Las Piñas. Las Piñas, okay. Mm-hmm. So then, uh, sabi nila, oh, um, siksi ka na lang po kayo sa balcony. Okay. Oh, we really want to watch them. So, ayun, pumunta kami sa balcony. Sexigan kayo sa balcony. You're mm. almost 6 feet tall. Or are you 6 feet tall? Uh, 5'11", I think. So, you're almost 6 feet tall. And you're a big guy, right? Mm. So, ngayon, was it to your advantage na yung mga kasama mo were not as tall as you or as big as you? Uh, At nakita mo talaga sila even from the balcony? Sakto lang kasi we uh meron na din naman silang mga like bar stools doon. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so umupo din okay. ako. Yeah. Okay, now, nakikilala kayo ng December Avenue doon o hindi? Yes. Um pero um so 'di ba may mga up and coming artists yeah. na perform muna. Yeah. And then um sumilip lang ako kasi nandoon talaga ako sa mismong railing ng balcony. Nakita ko, wait, may malaking tour bus dumating ah. Lumabas December Avenue. Sabi ko, Sige, bababa ako. Gusto ko silang makilala. So, bumaba ako. Sabi ko sa pinsan ko, Sige, balik ako kuya. Uh, magahay lang ako. So, bumaba ako. Ayun, nagulat sila. Nagtatagalog ako. Palagi <laughs> <laughs> naman may mga reaction. Yeah, eh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, um, sabi ko, Oh, yes, I'm Kevin. Ganto, ganyan. I love your music. Um, and at that time, I wasn't really um, taking music too serious. seriously. How old were you? The time na yun? 
24 na ako. So maybe mga 21. 21. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, um, you know, I got to talk to them. Pero hindi lumagpas ng usapan, kumbaga. Like, you know, no connection after that. Just, like, I know I knew them. I talked to them. Yun lang. Then I watched their set. And grabe. Na, natouch talaga ako sa set nila. You know, you know what December Avenue stands for, right? Yes. You know what it means, right? Yes. It it talks about uh, how December is the last month of the year. Which means? Which means uh, it's going into the new year. So it depends on whether you want to keep it or you want to let go. Galing, no? Yeah. So yeah, that, that, that in itself is already inspirational. Yeah, no? Yes. Yung, yung pangalan nila. Mm-hmm. Diba? Okay, so tapos nakilala mo sila nung tumugtog sila sa East Coast. Sa East Coast, yeah. Year, a year later the same year? The, a year later. Okay, and this time around, were you given an opportunity to be one of the up-and-coming artists to perform with them or audience kind of one So originally, no, I was not part of the lineup. Um, so what happened was, yung manager ko, si Kuya Batas, um, I met him by wanting to buy December Avenue tickets. I messaged him, like talagang naghanap ako, like all throughout Facebook, like for maybe two hours trying to find tickets. Then nahanap ko, oh yun, add ko yun si Batas. And then nag-message ako, tapos sabi niya, sabi ko, oh yeah, I love December Avenue, ganto ganyan. And sabi niya, oh, super fan din ako, gusto ko yung mga kantang ganto. So after that, sabi ko, alam mo kuya, nagko-cover din ako ng mga December Avenue songs. So sinend ko lang yung mga videos ko. Like yung mga um, tumutugtog ako sa mga Philippine festival. Right. You know, like, yeah. You know, like, uh, like free events, kumbaga. And then, sabi niya, ay, malupit to ah. <laughs> so the next, the, literally the next week after, it's not the December Avenue show yet, pero sabi niya, oh, can you sing at this event? So kumanta ako, bilib na bilib siya. So um, ever since then, sinasabi ko sa kanya, oh, kuya, can I, front, uh, can I perform for December Avenue? Da-da-da. And then sabi niya, oh, walang space, puno pa yung, yung lineup. So then, I guess two front acts. When when he said this, mm. walang space puno pa yung lineup. How do you feel? Did it the the rejection of um, of you know excited ka, di ba? Parang okilala mo na si Batas. Mm. Batas nga pala um siyang tao behind toggle switch. Mm. So kilala mo na siya. Normally ang nasa di ba? I would think na. Okay, nagustuhan ako nitong taong to. Baka since magdadala siya ng December Avenue, baka mm-hmm. pwede akong sumingit. Mm-hmm. Naglakas loob ka, sinabi mo, Kuya Batas, baka pwede akong sumama dyan. Mm-hmm. And then sinabihan ka ng walang space eh. Mm-hmm. Ano naramdaman mo as a 21-year-old? Um, actually, I felt like it was okay. Um, because um, I believe that perfect things come in perfect timing. And so at that time, I was just like, um, it's okay, you know, because... I, I, I love their music and regardless of whether I'm in the lineup, whether I'm in the audience, I want to support, okay. you know, so yeah. So I what happened know. after that? So what happened after that, um, I guess one or two, um, two of the uh, performers uh, weren't able to, to be part of the lineup. So boom, a spot opened up and then he messaged me and, you know, he let me know everything and yeah, and then so... Um, before the show, actually, because I'm a huge December Avenue fan, you know, all their songs I listened to even before their first album. And then so what ended up happening was um, they were hanging out um, in uh, one of the other band, Chimonti's Basement. And I'm close with Chimonti at that time. Um, that's when I got to get close with them. So they um, they invited me to meet December Avenue. And I was like, I was like overwhelmed because you know like those are your musical inspirations you know at this time did you know that was McCoy playing drums for Chimonti at the time yes and alam mo kapatid ni McCoy si Jem yes so alam mo na para may first degree of separation ka na sa sa December Avenue at the time yes correct yeah it was (laughs) (laughs) it was like so over because it makes you think like, wow, we live in a really small world. Yeah. You know, for someone, you know, that is in a local band and performing with the local band that their brother is a famous guy. Yeah. 
from from a famous band. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Did you guys ever talk about it? Na, na yeah. Oh, ipakilala mo naman ako sa... Um, actually, uh, I, I, I never tried to be really too pushy. Um, because at the end of the day, you know, um, I don't, I, I'm the kind of person, I don't like to be annoying. You know what I mean? So I wasn't the kind of person like, oh, Kuya Makoy, pakilala, pakilala, ganto, ganyan. Um, like I said, you know, I, I wanted to wait until the perfect, perfect time, time came. Okay, now, finally, finally, mm-hmm. andun na. So finally, andun sila. And then, uh, what ended up happening was, wala pa akong kotse nun. So kailangan ko mag-Uber papunta doon. And... The thing about um, when I was ordering the Uber, um, sinasabi ni Kuya Makoy, Oh, Kev, um, bilisan mo, bilisan mo because um, nainip na sila ng konti. They might leave soon. So, sabi ko, oh man, I hope this Uber makes it. So, ayun, nung dumating na yung Uber, tinex ko si Kuya Makoy agad, I'm on the way, I'm on the way. And then the whole time, the whole car ride there, it was like a 20-minute car ride. I'm shaking. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, these are... These yeah. are the guys that inspired me to to start, you Your know. Music career, yeah. And grabe, nanginginig ako sa loob ng kotse. I was breathing hard. And then when I got to the front door, um Kuya Makoy opened the door for me. So then as we're going down to the basement, I couldn't even hold the railing of the of the stair, well, the stairway correctly because I was shaking. And then when we got to the basement, the My outer, my outer self was like, "Oh, hi guys," but <laughs> <laughs> but inside of me, first time I ever became a fan girl, man. <laughs> for real, for real, I was like giggling inside, <laughs> butterflies in my stomach, man. Di ko talaga explain yung yung talagang nararamdaman ko And then it's very humbling, no? Yes, very humbling. Because not everyone gets that opportunity, you know, to meet their their inspirations and so when i went down into the basement um you know i shook everyone's hand ganto ganyan and i had my guitar um my guitar at that time and dinala ko kasi gusto ko papirma nila and so when i took out my guitar so sabi ko oh guys um you know would you mind signing my guitar sabi nila kailangan mo munang kumanta so <laughs> man I felt like my heart dropped like all the way down because, you know, they wanted me to sing one of their songs, you know, one of the songs that they wrote. <laughs> And I I can't tell you how overwhelmed I felt in that moment, talaga. And so when I took out the guitar and I started playing um, Huling Sandali, one of their songs, it was my favorite song. And so when I started singing, actually, medyo nabubulol ako, like... <laughs> Ibang lyrics sa ibang... At saka na- nalalamig ka, ninenervyos ka eh, oh, di ba? Oo, nanginginig yung kamay ko habang nagko-chords ako eh. And then, so, when I um, started singing, you know, ibang lyrics sa ibang parts. But, you know, kumbaga, they didn't notice that. They noticed that I was just, you know, there to to show them how much I love their music. And here's the the part that really touched my heart that night. That changed my life, kumbaga, forever is when I sang the last part of the chorus, sumabay sila sa harmonies. Like, I'm singing, kahit sandali, tas sila, kinakanta nila yung, ah, and it just felt like, so amazing, you know? And when the song finished, I mean, it's gonna be public, pero gusto ko na talagang umiyak nun. <laughs> Hindi ako umiyak ngayon, ha? Pero nun, at that time, gusto ko talagang umiyak. Kasi, You know, their music really, it really inspired me and it really touched me. And for me to be able to present myself as an artist, humbling myself, singing their songs, man, it felt felt amazing. That simple gesture that they did, mm-hmm. did, did it leave a permanent mark in your heart na if you ever get to that level, would you do that to your fans? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Having known how it felt. Yes. It actually... Um, <laughs> I'm speechless because, you know, um, it, it was just so so crazy in that moment. Um, but I think the the one thing is... The, the one thing that I really love about December Avenue kasi is 
you know, I followed a lot of their journey and um, because these are the guys I, I, I based a lot of my music on before. And so, you know, I studied their history and everything and where they started, you know, how it's how they struggled for 10 years to to get famous and this and that. And so, you know, for them for them to be so humbled that I'm singing their songs, it's like one day. I want people to be singing my songs like I just play this the the chorus dun, then the crowd sings you know like that that was a dream come true man and someday I hope hopefully it'll be it'll happen to me as well speaking of songs let's talk about Pangarap mm. what was the what was the context of that song why 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 Pangarap um I think uh, so when I wrote Pangarap um I so that when I first started writing it, I actually wrote it uh, the week before the December Avenue show, because a lot of the songs I covered <laughs> were December Avenue, so I can't sing their their songs at right. their own gig, right? So I said instead of giving people covers all the time, let me let me write a song. And actually, nairapan talaga ako kasi yung tagalog ko kumbaga conversational yeah. siya, you know. Um, but when it comes to writing and in terms of the depth of words, um, nairapan talaga ako. Sobra. Yeah, sobra. And so, um, <coughs> when I was writing Pangarap, I wanted to tell a story, you know, in the song. And so, the 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 song, the idea of the song was that um, there's a guy dreaming, you know, he's asleep, he's dreaming. And so, diba, in the song, it talks about Sumisigaw ang puso yeah. ko, ikaw pa rin ang iraw sa dilim. Right? So, ang ganda ng ano, no? Ang ganda ng play of words, ang ganda ng metaphor, ikaw pa rin ang iraw sa dilim. Mm-hmm. So the reason why it's it's sumisigaw ang puso ko is because when you're sleeping, you can't physically yeah. talk, right? Yeah. So sumisigaw... Not this guy. <laughs> <laughs> he talks in his sleep? A lot. Of, I think I do anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and so... Um, the context of the song was so when you're sleeping and you're dreaming of something that like love or something, you want it to speak from the heart. Correct. You know, so sumisigaw ang puso ko, ikaw pa rin ng ilaw sa dilim, ang sakit ng dibdib umaasa pa rin sa'yo. So it's like, even though the heart is speaking, the heart, the, the chest is like hurting because, you know, uh, you're dreaming of, of something that could have been, but it isn't. Mm. Yeah, so that was the really the context of who home. first heard Pangarap when you wrote it. Kanino mo pinarinig? Uh, my mom. What did she say? The first <laughs> you want to know the truth, yeah, of course. No, no bullshit podcast. Remember? <laughs> so the first thing my mom said was, "Oy, ang ganda nito para kanino to?" Oh, mami, kasanay mo. Eh, sabi ko naman, it wasn't for anybody really. Was it really not for anybody? Yes, that's the truth. It wasn't for anybody. Yeah, I just, um, when I was writing the song, uh, I kind of, the the way I like to write songs is I kind of like to put myself in different situations, you know, um, and this might sound like really, really real, but, you know, I try to put myself in shoes of people like, you know, who have been cheated on, you know, who have been, you know, ghosted and, you know, just left hanging in the, in the dust and, you know, that's where I get a lot of my inspiration from because I write sad love songs most of the time. So I don't necessarily, actually, this is the truth. Um, I never really wrote a song about what I personally went through. Why? What did you go through? <laughs> um, so what I went through, I guess. And the reason why I'm asking, mm. before we started the podcast, Tito JJ asked you, is there anything off the table? And you said, nope, everything's on the table. Yeah, on the table. So for someone as candid mm. why isn't it why are you guarding it sa lyrics ng kanta mo why aren't you talking about what you went through um i think uh i i'm i mean i think for me it, it, i think i just wasn't ready yet you know um because there was still a lot of uh hurt and pain in my heart um and even though i let it go it wasn't something that um i wanted i wanted to 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 express in my music yet right um, so yeah, for a while I wrote songs just about you know other people's experience, telling stories. Um, but actually, the new songs that I'm writing now, um, I'm starting to incorporate a little more of what I went through. Yeah. Do you feel 
that going um do you feel that expressing what you went through would open yourself up to a lot of vulnerability uh yes and no um yes because um a lot of people will know what you went through yeah. of course but at the same time no because um the reason why i started music is to be a symbol of people who went through the same thing that i went through or who are going through going through it no. yeah and i wanted to be that voice because you know when you're going through a tough time you're going through a heartbreak you know a lot of people are not able to to speak out yeah and i wanted i want my voice to be that message you know for for the people that are going through that this episode is brought to you by leo bato and associates ang realtor na pato how's your childhood it was really good um Uh, I raised. I was raised by a single mother. Uh, God bless the single moms, no? I know. <laughs> Mama Beth, para sa yuto. Amen. Okay. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah. So, um, just so I can get this out the way, I am half Black American, half Filipino. No way. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah you know um so my dad um i'm not gonna say he's he's not in my life because he's there um but my mom did raise me as a single mother and um here in the states back home in the philippines uh here in the states but um i did study in the philippines for two separate years two separate years mm -hmm. when was the first one grade two where we're in uh Quezon city at trinity oh so Espansa, ano, sa Rodriguez. i believe so. i was a kid i don't remember but okay yeah. trinity <laughs> uh, to me i i won't lie to you i don't i don't remember that was the second one the second one naman uh grade five in Quezon city then so oh, sige, anong school naman ngayon? uh new jerusalem school Okay. Private school siya. Yeah. Bakit? Bakit ka umuwi on two separate occasions? Uh, in grade two, uh, to be honest, I'm not sure. I never really asked my mom. Maybe But we should get her on the podcast. No, just kidding. Yeah. Okay. Huh? <laughs> yung, uh, mama vet. <laughs> okay. So, yung grade five ka, bakit naman? Nung grade five ako, actually, in-exile niya ako sa Pinas kasi yung sobrang uh, kulit ko. Yeah. Like, to the point where I, I felt like I was overwhelming her. So, you know, I guess for me to get disciplined and, you know, get hardened. Did know. it help? Yeah. Did it help? Yes, a lot. So, pag nuna sa Pilipinas ka, kanino ka nakatira? Uh, sa mga kapitid niya, yung mga tito ko, tita ko. Were they strict? Very, very strict. We know, we know the Philippines is... Hindi naman sa pwede sabihin hostile environment, pero it is a hostile environment. It is very. Di ba? Mga Pilipino, mga taklesa yan eh. Walang, walang filter ang mga bibig niyan eh. Uh -oh. Right? Yeah. What was it like growing up? Um, Especially kids in the Philippines? Mm -hmm. Oh, Lord. Uh, let's just say... Uh, you got into fights? Twice. Ah. But um, yeah, I got a lot of uh, discrimination because, you know... Obviously, I'm different than everybody else. So, you right. know, I got called uh, Sean Kingston. I got sh called Barack Obama. <laughs> got called a lot of things. By kids. By kids. My age, <laughs> you know. Um, but I also did make a lot of good friends. Did you keep that smile in spite of the, I wouldn't say ridicule, but the name calling? Because there's nothing wrong being called Barack Obama, mm -hmm. right? But, but I mean... Of course, it's the matter of how they said it. Eh? But my thing is, the smile on your face. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think I was. Let's me know that you need me, The smile on his face, ang ibig ko sabihin. Um, I don't think it really affected me that much because um, you know, when you're young, you don't really care about stuff like that. Yeah. So I would just call them names back, you know. Amen to you, right? Yeah, yeah you know. So, honestly, it didn't affect me. I, I, I really enjoyed studying in the Philippines. It's fun. Sarap, you know. Yeah. So, bakit ka bumalik sa Amerika? Um, I think it was, I, th I really think it was because I couldn't stay here for a long period of time. I, I stayed in the Philippines for eight months, in grade five. And I think my time limit was up. Right. 
So, yeah, I came back to the States. So I did grade five three times. Oh, my God. Yeah. Did you master it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, are you smarter than a fifth grader? <laughs> <laughs> Lahat ng mga contestant dyan, wala sa akin eh. <laughs> Master na ako dyan eh. So bumalik ka na rito. Mm-hmm. Finally, tinuloy mo na. Where, what was your relationship like with your mom? Are you the only, only child that you have siblings? Only child. So talagang ang focus of attention mo, nanay mo, at ang focus ng attention ng nanay mo, ikaw. Yes, exactly. Where does your dad come into the picture naman? Um, so my dad naman, um, so him and my mom, uh, weren't together when I was born and everything. Um, but he was there like periodically, you know, um, you know, like kumbaga checking up on me on my nice guy. birthday. Yeah. Actually, um, he's dun sa area namin. He's actually, um, a producer. So. Is he still around? Yeah. You guys get along now you're a grown, grown man? Yeah. For a long time though. Like satotolanga, um, for a long time throughout, especially throughout my teenage years, um, may galit talaga ako sa kanya. Because, because you know, kumbaga, you know, not even for me, but just for my mom, um, because you know, nairapan talaga siya, you know, to raise a, a, a only child by herself, you know, yeah. and don talaga ako na, na may galit sa kanya. You know, I don't care if you're there for me or not, but you know, f- at least para sa mama ko. You know, but um, eventually, as I grew older, um, I knew that I could never, um, you know, come like break out of the shell. Yeah. If, if if I still held on to burdens of the past, so wait, wait. This wisdom, mm-hmm. this epiphany. Mm-hmm. Okay. Saan na pulut yon? Um, I think sa totoong I think really sa from my mom, because um, we she's brought me to church ever since I was a kid. Right. And so you Christian know, Christian church Christian church. Oh yeah okay So a lot of times you know even till now my mom speaks wisdom on me and um you know for so long I was so angry but my mom you know Sabinya I remember she said if ako kaya ko mabitawan yung galit ko you know you should be able to as well So I think that's when I realized like you know it's time to let it go and you know just move on So ayun did you make amends with your dad or you just kinausap mo na lang daddy mo after a while? Um, so I'm not the kind of person, in all honesty, to to really apologize or, you know, like make amends. I'm not that kind of guy. I'm more of like, um, I, I kind of show it through actions. Mm. So, you know, before when he would text me or before when he would reach out to me, I don't respond. You know, I don't have but you know, um, ever since I let you know, got let, it, yeah, go, let it go, I would let letting it go, and all that stuff. I started to be a little more interactive, you know, uh, meeting up with him in person sometimes, you know. Uh, so yeah, I mean, yeah, it was it was just. So I made a relationship now with Tatay mo. Yes, we do. Did it help? It helped, no? Yeah, um, marami din siyang kasi, um, like I said, producer siya yeah. and talent manager siya dun sa. Um, sa area namin and he holds a lot of like um, like mga jazz R&B and soul artists does he know that you do uh, that you're doing what you're doing does he, is he aware yes actually uh, in the past two days pag nagpo-post ako hinaheart niya lahat ng mga picture video ko how does, how, does, how does that make you feel um, it feels good kasi you know at the end of the day he is um, one out of two that gave me life as well so, diba yeah so so yung, 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 doesn't mean he can't have a relationship with you and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Something like that, eh, mm-hmm. So okay, now that yung hurts of the past mo, pinakawalan mo na, mm-hmm. and then yun may music ka na, mm-hmm. mo na yung childhood heroes mo. Mm-hmm. Ano ngayon ang susunod na gagawin mo? Um, I think the next step is pursuing the dream talaga. Um, which is which is to ayun nga be this be the symbol of my music sa Pinas. Um, that's really where I want where I want to to be in terms of my music. So actually may plano ako to go to 
the Philippines in September para mag-record ng album ko um, with Buddy and Rames of E-Heads. Kaling, no? Yeah. Nice guys, right? Yeah, great guys. <laughs> yeah. Are you ready for this? Um, I always have a saying that you can never be ready, but you can always, you can always just go into it. Not ready, but you can just accept it, kumbaga. Because I mean, you're you're never ready for your life, you know. Right. So you just have to take it as it goes. There are people out there, right? Mm-hmm. And they're not even mixed race. Mm-hmm. They're just insecure, mm-hmm. and insecurity is real, mm-hmm. right? Like yung ibajan, may may marka lang dito, napintasan, umiiyak na. Mm-hmm. That's okay. And like what we've we've been doing since a while ago, we're not we're ignoring color, we're ignoring race, we're ignoring everything. Mm-hmm. But as much as we ignore it, there are people to whom what we are trying to ignore is very real to them. Mm-hmm. And you've experienced that, Simon, as a Philippines. You were you were ridiculed and and all that stuff mm-hmm. back back home. Advice to people who are going through some of the stuff you went through. What can you tell them? Um, the way I see it is, um, none of us can ever be perfect, no. Um, but if you have a dream and you have a craft, um, do it regardless of what people say. You know. Um, even though, like for example, for me when I sing on stage and everything, a lot of insecurities go through my head. A lot. Really? Yeah. Yesterday when we performed in the Vermont in LA, sinasa kuyred na san ka? Alam niya kahapon nanginginig talaga ako. I couldn't even walk up the stairs like without shaking, and you know I was like sweating, and gusto ko nga mag like mag throw up eh. I wanted to puke because 1,600 people, I yeah. mean, you know, for, that's the biggest crowd I've ever been in front of. But I think um, as soon as I started, when I got on the stage and I was setting up, when I started playing and everyone cheered, I think that's when <sighs> everything went away. Look at Chelsea. Chelsea's going, yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, my message for everyone that um, has insecurities, no matter what you look like, um, it really matters what's on the inside. And if you portray your love and your kindness to people, they'll accept you for who you are. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So ngayon, magtatrabaho ka kasama ni May Possibility na na magsila mo produce si Buddy at si Rames ng project mo, right? <clears throat> Correct. Very, very good people. Maida's touch yan eh. Whatever they touch, lahat halos talagang lumilipad eh. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for that next chapter in your life if that comes your way? Um, at first, I was really, I was nervous. And kahit sabihin natin unsure. Um, <clears throat> but um, when I sent the first demo, of uh, before we went on tour, I sent my first demo to Rames and he really loved the song. Um, siempre may constructive criticism, but I'm the kind of guy I'm willing to accept that, you know, um, because they're legends. I'm new into this game. I you know, know, right? So, you know, I'm willing to take all the criticism, but the fact that a legend in the in the industry can appreciate my song. Even took the time to listen to it. Yes, exactly. It, it just blew my mind, you know, and it was just like... Um, I think for me, the the thing I I, re, I I look upon people is the little things, you know. So for example, when I sent the demo, couple days go by, no reply. The nag reply siya, um, sabi niya, oh, um, like he was just asking for like, you know, this this and that for the demo, and the yung lyrics. And so when I sent the lyrics, um, you know, nag reply din siya, and then I sent the chords over. So for me. The, the 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 one thing about me as a person is everything in this world doesn't matter to me except for time if people are willing to give time to me you know for me that's more than enough you know even though i don't have all the money in the world you know if like for example if i go on a date right um and i take a girl out 
you know, I won't let her pay. And a lot of people ask me like, oh, why don't you split the bill? Da, da, da. Well, because for me, that girl could be out with her friends or in bed watching YouTube or Netflix. But yet she's out with me spending her time that she'll never get back with me. Right. And that goes the same way with whatever relationship, you know, whether it's professional or, you know, between family, friends. As long as people give me their time, I'm willing to give them everything. Are you in a relationship? No. I'm Are you ready to be in a relationship? In a way, yes. Oh, what if the relationship comes? Mm. Tapos the music comes. Mm. Is this the right time? Do you think it's but everything has a perfect timing, right? Mm-hmm. Would it be a hard choice if the one comes along and then the plane ticket to the Philippines comes along? Um Hypothetical. Hypothetical. Uh honestly I wouldn't I, I don't think so because for me there was a point in my life where I had a lot of uh kumbaga hardships. You know, explain. Um, so for a while, you know, I had a lot of worries, like you know, financial, a lot of uh, anxiety about where my music would go. Were they real hardships or hardships in your head? A little bit of both. Okay. Yeah. So maybe I was a little bit overreactive. Okay. But you know, but everyone's different, you know. So regardless of how big or small it was, it still hit me, and it hit me hard, you know. But if two blessings like music and the one come together, if I can endure a bunch of hardships, why can't I endure two blessings? You know? So, yeah, that's how I see ganda. it. Yeah. Ang ganda nun. Songwriter eh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yun, speaking of that, now, yeah. you kanina, you're, you're ready to open those those gates of, mm. um, of your own personal experience. Uh. Are you really, really ready to open it? Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. So what was stopping you lang before? What was stopping you? Dahil may galit ka pa? Or dahil feeling mo hindi pa lang time para i-express yung totoong napagdaanan mo? Um, I think for me, I was I was holding on too much to the past. Um, because... Um, I had a childhood sweetheart, like, you know, in my early yeah. teens. And then when, like, towards uh, when I was a senior in high school, um, I had another love of, of my life. And I think that one really hit hit me hard because um, it was my fault. that the reason we, we ended. Um, it was your fault? Yes. Does she know it was your fault? Yes, of course. It's your fault. It was your fault. Well, I'm the one that let go. So, I guess it was my fault then, right? Oh yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it's okay. I realized when I fault more tapos. Um, and then, I, I guess later on I regretted it. You but know. But di mo So we did, but then I guess sa kulit ko at that time I let her go again, and then when I wanted to go back again, it wasn't there anymore, and. Um, I really felt like I it was the right person, but at the wrong time of life. Um, because if I would have had her now, it wouldn't the the relationship would have been better. Because dati isipbata lang ako eh. I was gonna ask that part. Mm-hmm. Masasabi mo talaga sa sarili mo. You're only 24. Mm-hmm. Masasabi mo talaga sa sarili mo na nagmature ka na. Absolutely, yes. Um, because do you know when it started? I think actually it it kind of was in levels, um, like so when I turned eighteen, um, that was the time when I kind of realized like okay you're a man now you know you have to, you know step up your game a little bit right and then you know as years went by, um, I don't think I fully matured really until I turned like twenty two, yeah so um, now even till now though I think I still have room to improve in terms of maturity. But um, I still know how to carry myself, you know, in a in a right way. Do you do you still live at home? Yes, with my mom. Now Filipino culture that's mm. ingrained in you, mm. right? What's the plan with you and Mama Beth? Um, are you gonna move out? Are you gonna take her with you wherever you go? Mm. 
Um, so actually, uh, open to ah, so of course for for one year, um, I actually did move out. Um, but for personal reasons, I won't explain. This episode is brought to you by Aba E Services. Um, so I did move out, and that's actually the time. Remember, I said I went through a bunch of hardships. Yeah. So that was the time um, that I went through a lot of hardships, and then um, after that, you know, um, me and my mom. We're good now, so you know. Nandun ulit ako sa mama ko. Oh wait, wait, wait! You, um, she not cut me in. You and your mom, you're good now. Papano kaya naging good now? Mm. Sabi mo nga, hindi ka nagme make amends. Mm. Puro ka lang si action, di ba? Yeah. Sorry, sorry, mo, mom. Uh, ano pagkain jan? <laughs> Actually, no, it, it wasn't like that. Cause uh, I guess. I guess I get it from my mom. <laughs> yung kumbaga like uh like yung counting sense of pride. Uh, <laughs> so eh dalawa pa kayo. Yeah. <laughs> Patigasan yan, di ba? Yeah. So what ended up uh happening was uh When you moved out, may, sorry, I mean, when you moved out, may trabaho ka noon? Yeah. Okay. Um and then so actually I got sick with COVID um Ooh. for yeah, for like Uh, three weeks, I think. And did, did you tell her? Huh? Uh, she found out, but not through me. That's so how. Talag, talaga matigas ang kayo dalawa. Ha? Yeah, that's how prideful I was, you know. Um, but then. Okay, so she found out. She found out, and actually, hindi hindi siya nagalit eh. And but I when think, she, when she found out, you were still in COVID or you were done with COVID? I was just starting. I, that's when I just found out of COVID. Oh. Yeah. And then, what did, what did she do? Um, she brought me like you know groceries and and you know everything that I yung toto kumbaga yung motherly touch you know. Nahiyakap sa balat mo nung oh sobra sobra. Para ka kapal na buka ko. Actually, hindi naman yun. Uh, oh, <laughs> okay, sabi na na konte konte. <laughs> Konti lang, konti lang. Okay. Um, but Iba, no? Iba magulang, no? Pag, mm-hmm. Okay. So, tapos, nagdala siya. And then, I think, dun talaga, dun ko talaga na-realize, like, you know, talagang mahal na mahal ako ng mama ko. Um, and, uh, I think also that, that's also when a step of my maturity kind of went up as well. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's nice, eh, because sabi mo nga, you show it through actions, mm-hmm. di ba? And what your mom did mm-hmm. was gave you a perfect example mm-hmm. of how to make amends mm-hmm. by showing it through actions. Mm-hmm. Did it leave a big impression in your heart, her gesture, knowing that her only son had COVID and talagang hindi niya tinies, talagang pinuntahan niya at pinagbila ng grocery? Did it humble you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and I felt like, you know, a couple months Like maybe like four or so months, um, you know, she wanted me to move back to the house. So. Okay, okay, wait, 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 wait. Maganda yan. Kasi dalawang taong may pride. Uh, diba? So, pinila ka ng grocery. Mm. Gumaling ka na. Yeah. Siguro naman, like, thank you ka. Yes. Pero hindi mo pa rin sinabi sa nanay mo na uwi na ako. Yeah, hindi. Um, and then, you know, we were just, uh, actually it was, Onti onti, eh. you know we would start off. Kili uh, <laughs> sa <laughs> So onti onti, you know, um, she would invite me for dinner sa, sa apartment niya. Then I would. Hey, ikaw naman ka naman. Oh, tiga, pag- oh, oh sobra. <laughs> luto ng nanay, no? Sobra grab. Uh, alam mo nung nung nakatira ako magesa, nung una, talagang fast food talaga. <laughs> like yung mga carry out ganon. But then. I learned how to cook some dishes, but you know, wala talaga yung yung mama's cooking, you know. Okay, so nung una kang tinawagan ng nanay mo para sabihin ni Mama Beth na, "Halika na, kitit, kain ka muna rito." Uh-huh. Ano sabi mo? Man, sabi ko ang sarap ng tusino. Grabe. <laughs> ang sarap. Sobrang sarap ng tusino. Yung ano lang kasi, yung mama ko nagbe-brown rice kasi doon lang ako na bad trip. <laughs> White rice boy ka ba? Yeah, white rice boy talaga ako. Ayoko ng basmati, ayoko ng brown. Gusto no, ko lang white rice. White rice, trick dyan. Okay, so nagsimula sa patikim-tikim, di ba? Ayan na. So, pakain-kain. Mm-hmm. And then, you to, would you spend the night? Or, okay, mom, gotta go. 
Uh, I would say I gotta go. Okay. Um, okay. So, ako. And then, uh, yeah, like I said, paunte onte. And then she would ask me to hang out. And, you know, like I said, I, no matter the person, if they're willing to take time out of right. their life for me, you know, I'm willing to give mine in exchange. So, you know, we went out, we would eat, we would just talk, you know, and she was never pushy, kumbaga. You know, she would always just ask me how I'm doing. And I think that was really a big thing for me because I'm not the kind of person that I like to be forced into things. I hate it, you know. Um, I like to do things at my pace, except with music, you know, I have, yeah. there's always deadlines. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. But um, in terms of my personal life, I don't like when people push things on me. Um, but you know, I, I really think she, it was really strategic, strategic, <laughs> strategically planned out. And talaga nanay mo. Sobra. <laughs> sobrang talino. And, um, so how'd she, how'd she close you? How'd she get you to, to move back home? Um, she just, she just asked me and I agreed, you know, um, because at that time, um, a little bit, like I said, I leveled up a little bit more maturely. And yeah, so I realized, okay, yeah, you know. Um, and at the same time, I wanted to be there with my mom, you know. Did, did the um, misunderstanding with mom, reconciliation with mom, did they come, did they happen before a reconciliation with dad? What's the timeline? No, after. After? Yeah, I... I, I so, nagbati na kayo ng dad mo... Tapos nag-away naman kayo ng mom mo. Yeah, me and my dad, you know, we 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 made kumbaga amends like years years ago. Maybe when I was like 15, 16, something like that. Like high school. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just um, when my mom asked me to come back, I agreed because, you know, my mom, you know, I'm her only child and my mom isn't, she isn't young. Right. You know, and... Um, God forbid, but you know, you never know how much time you have left. With Again, time, right? Like what yeah. we're talking about. Mm -hmm. And uh, I want to spend as much time as I can with my mom, you know. Um, so, I don't, yeah. You're a young man. Yes. You're actually, you're young enough to be my son. <laughs> as in, ganyan. Papa Pax? I know. There Papa Pina lang, no? <laughs> <laughs> Papa Pina. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, and and they isip mo lahat to. Mm. I I know I know people who are in their thirties mm. up to their fifties mm. who will put their mom or their dad in the back burner mm. and not give a rat's eye kung anong nangyayari na sa kanila. Mm. Kasi tama yung sinabi mo eh. Mm. We don't have all the time. They don't have all the time. Mm. Diba? Nasa, nasa huli ang pagsisisi, so to speak, right? This maturity that you have, and you're you're not imposing. Yeah, you, you don't want stuff to be shoved down your 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 heart or your mind. Just want your own pace. When you see people your age or even older, who kind of take their parents or their loved ones for granted, do you step up and speak up, or you or you you do you just let it be? And tell yourself it's none of my business. Um, well, I don't really have anyone in my friends group. Or maybe hindi ka lang aware. True. You know, uh, maybe I'm not aware because I'm not into everyone's super personal There you go, life, yeah. You know, so I can't correct what I don't see. Correct. Right. Um, but, but you know it exists, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, um... I just, I don't know how people could do that, you know, because even for me, um, even if, or let's not say if, when I become famous, um, the Amen. first thing I want to do is I don't even want to get anything for myself. I want to open, I want to, I want to build a house where my mom can retire. That's my first thing. And that's my promise to myself. You know, my first check, my first big check ng lupa agad, you know, get to work, build my mom's house, you know, malaking kitchen, you know, then get her a car, and then, you know, every, you know, whatever she wants, and then, dun palang ako magsispend para Parang sa single mo, no? Parang pangarap, no? Yeah. <laughs> Parang goal siya, you know? uh -huh. yeah. So, yeah, man, I, 
and I don't want my mom to be put in a, a retirement home. home or anything, you know. Uh, you know, even if I'm not the one to take care of her, if I'm on tour and everything, I want her to be with family, you know. that my fir- The first house I'm going to build, it's not just so my mom can live alone. It's going to be for the whole family, you know, my family's up in us. Um, you know, because I know that's her dream to retire in the in Sapinas with the family. So and open up a bakery. So those are a bunch of things on my list. Kaling mo, Kevin. Anong advice mo sa kabataan ngayon who take their parents for granted? Um, I would say talk to them. I I think the one thing that the young ones need to hear is especially the ones that don't pay bills, the ones that don't buy their own clothes, their own shoes. You know, your parents work hard for that money and they're using their hard-earned money for you because they love you. And don't treat them like they're nothing because they're, they should be everything to you. So um, the one thing, and like I said, you never know how much time you have left with them. So cherish it while it's here, while it's there. Because I have friends that from an early age lost both parents. And even though they might have foster parents or they might have friends and other family, you know, the love of a mother and a father, you know, are never replaceable. No matter what anyone says. So, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Undefined. Galing mo! Thank you, thank you, thank you. Please don't forget to subscribe to Kevin's Spotify page and even Facebook Facebook page and social media pages. We'll put it in the link. We'll put the links in the description para makita niyo lahat yun. Thank you, brother. Thank you, man.